right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Frozen Pitch with your host, Nick Scortino. So today, it's a little bit of a lighter week. Um, we have some some little bit of hockey news, little, some uh, signings and things like that, and then we've uh, we'll, we've got some interesting soccer news that's happened over the last uh, few uh, few days. And on top of that, we'll, we're going to preview uh, what's going to be a wild weekend in uh, the Premier League and. Uh, just a few other important games from uh, some top teams that are, are going on this weekend. So to start things off, we've got the Calgary Flames have signed defenseman Connor McKay and forward Brad Richardson uh, on Wednesday. The 24-year-old McKay agreed to a two-year deal with an annual average with an average annual value of nine hundred twelve thousand five hundred. Uh, he made his debut for the uh, Flames last season, finishing with a goal and two assists in six games. Um, he played in Minnesota, he played at Minnesota state and signed with Calgary as an undrafted free agent in March, 2020. And the 36 year old Richardson agreed to a one year, $800,000 contract. He has 107 goals and 139 assists in 825 regular season games in 16 seasons with Colorado, Vancouver, Arizona, Nashville, and Los Angeles. Then we have some Sad news if you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Uh, Sidney Crosby will start. To, uh, will have to sit out for the first few games of the season um, because he has um, he had to get wrist surgery and he'll be out at least six weeks. The general manager for the um, Pittsburgh Penguins has stated that uh, Crosby has been dealing with the injury for years and that the team exhausted all. Uh, minimally invasive options before deciding surgery was the best course of action. We all, including Sid, wish we had known this a month or two months ago, uh, Hextall said. Uh, that would be great, but we are where we, where we are. So, you know, it's uh, unfortunate for the Pittsburgh Penguins, but there's really nothing he could do in that situation. If Crosby's been dealing with that injury for the last, you know, few, what seems like a few years, um... You know, sooner you sh- you get it fixed now, and then uh, as time goes on, it won't be so bad, and maybe it won't uh, hurt him as much uh, going forward in the- throughout the season. So, uh, unfortunate for them, but there's really nothing you could do about that. And um, you know, also with them, uh, Evgeny Malkin will also be missing part of the season. He's recovering from right knee surgery that he had in June, and the uh, team. De- uh, declined to be specific about uh, how long Malkin will be out, but you know to lose those two types of guys for your team, it's very unfortunate. But you know, uh, there's really nothing you can do about it. You just kind of, kind of got to roll with the punches and uh, you know figure something out, which I, I think the Penguins are more than capable of doing. The Ottawa Senators have extended the contract of General Manager uh, Pierre Dor- uh, Dorian. Uh, through the 2024-2025 season. Um, it was the second three-year extension for for Dorian, who uh, had been signed through the 2021-2022 season after a deal in February 2028. Um, this is a statement uh, from them. It says, uh, Dating to when he was named GM in 2016, Pierre has worked tirelessly towards building an organization that can compete with the National Hockey League's best. Senator's uh, owner, uh said in a statement he dedicated uh detailed and maintains a sound hockey mind under pierre's leadership we have the utmost confidence that this team will soon recognize will be recognized as 
one that is consistently merit uh, that is consistently meriting success. So, um, you know, good for them. Uh, you know, it's good to have some GM security in in your team and have a guy that can really come in and help because that doesn't come around very often. And I know that uh, all too well being a Devils fan with the last few years of Ray Shiro uh, when he was the GM, and you know, I'm sure Rangers fans know that now too after they fired their GM uh I think a few weeks ago uh, not a few weeks ago but like um, a few months ago so you know it's good to have that type of stability in your organization moving forward so you can have a general idea of what you are building towards and how to build it um then we have uh a week after the Carolina Hurricanes caused uh you know a social media stir by signing uh, Jesperi Kotka Kenemi. Sorry if I butchered that name. Uh, very, very, very hard name to say. It's a very tongue twister. Um, they signed him to a two, to a one year, uh, six point one million dollar offer sheet, and the Canadians had formally declined. And so there is a you know uh, there is a I guess you could say rivalry kind of going on with um the Carolina Hurricanes and the Montreal Canadiens because uh two years ago uh the Canadians had a offer sheet out to Sebastian Ajo for a five-year 40 42 million dollar uh deal as a restricted free agent and the obviously the Hurricanes uh, match that, but they weren't very happy because they were trying to renegotiate with him, and you know they ended up having to pay him a little bit more. But Aho has been uh, very good for Carolina, so it just you know it's obviously it's annoying. You can't necessarily do the uh, negotiations negotiations that you would like to do, but uh, there's really nothing to do about that. And um, so back to uh, Kakanemi. He is a 21-year-old forward and will join the Hurricanes for at least one season. And Carolina will more than likely seek to sign the uh, former round, a former first-round draft choice to a uh, contract extension. And the Canadians, who originally drafted him, will receive two 2022 draft choices, one in each of the first and third rounds. Um, and Carolina has said this about... Kokanemi. He's a uh, player who has been on our radar since uh, before his draft year. The Carolina general manager, Don Waddle, said in a statement, we believe he will flourish with um, Rod Bern Armour's system and culture, and he will be an important piece of what we are building in Carolina for years to come. So, you know, we'll see how, um, how this all pans out. It will be pretty interesting. But uh, it seems like Carolina got an, uh, another offensive piece because they're going to have to fill the void of offense and defense that Dougie Hamilton left uh, since he signed a seven-year contract with the uh, New Jersey Devils. But uh, we'll see what happens. You know, it'll be a fun uh, – hopefully it'll be a fun, interesting year for the NHL, which I'm very excited for. So then moving on, we have – uh, actually, moving on, we have uh, right moving right right into soccer. So 
Um, unfortunately for Chelsea and the United States, uh, Christian Pulisic has returned to Chelsea this week on crutches. But the manager, uh, Thomas Tuchel, uh, expects Pulisic to be sidelined for only around 10 days. Um, he limped out of the uh, United States 4-1 uh, World Cup qualifying win over Honduras on Wednesday after 62 minutes, having initially tried to play on with an ankle problem. So, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that he's hurt. You know, you never want to see that type of player hurt because he's been very good for Chelsea, and he's he's one of the best uh, players on the United States national team. So you never really want to see that happen for club or country. But I'm hoping he has a speedy recovery and he ends up coming back in those next 10 days. Then uh, Sergio Aguero has never considered quitting Barcelona after Messi's departure and insisted he would he would sign with, he would sign for the club again given given the chance. Um, so with this, I just think that it's kind of crappy the way that whole saga unfolded. Still, um, you know, it sucks that Aguero and Depay and a few of these other players that signed for the club had this you know vision that they're going to end up be, be playing with Lionel Messi and then you know the unfortunate and stupid decisions by Barcelona which have led them to this now have uh ruined that chance because they, they had to let Messi leave because they couldn't pay him his wages because their wage bill is very high and they just keep blaming La Liga for that and when it's realistically their own fault but um you know, it, it's good for Barca to have Aguero in that team because he, even though he is up there in age at the age of 33, I feel like he'll offer some sort of uh, veteran and, you know, a great mentality for the club. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens. He's uh, currently rehabbing still. Uh, he had a calf strain or calf injury. So we'll see what happens with that. Then we have uh, Everton are planning to revive their attempts to sign Arsenal's Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Um, he was very close to joining uh, the club over the summer, but Arsenal blocked the deal on deadline day following talks between the player and manager uh, Mikel Arteta. So Maitland-Niles has been frustrated with the lack of first-team opportunities, and he took to Instagram uh, near the end of the transfer window to declare that all I want to do is go where I'm wanted and where I'm going to play. Because you spent um, the second half of last season on loan making 12 uh, Premier League appearances for West Brom. And uh, it's an unfortunate deal. You know, he is only 24 and he's he's been a very, you know, very good player for Arsenal. But you just never really know anymore. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping they can find a way to keep him because he is a great uh, versatility piece. Because he can play a few positions, which would be great, great to have. But, you know, if they can't straighten anything out then unfortunately you know you gotta you just gotta cut ties and and you just gotta uh, let them go and you recoup some money so then we've got um then moving on we have that this is a very strange (laughs) uh thing but uh real madrid are planning to to pay killian mbappe uh a 80 million euro signing signing on bonus when he joins the club for free when his contract runs out at PSG. That is just astronomical that they're willing to pay that much money for a signing on bonus for him, which is crazy. Because you're already getting one of the best, you know, 
young strikers you could possibly get in all of Europe. But 80 million is a lot. I would have expected like, you know, 15, 20 million, even though it is killing Mbappe, but you're not paying for him. So I guess they whatever money they would have paid to get him, they would use on a signing on bonus. But still, I, I feel like that is a very, very, very big amount. Um, then Phil Foden is set to sign a new six-year contract at Manchester City. Uh, I had a feeling about this one. Um, you know, Foden has been a very key part in Pep Guardiola's midfield uh, as an attacking midfielder uh, these last few seasons, uh, last two really. And, you know, it's good to see him getting rewarded with a new contract and, you know, see where like how he'll develop as a player and how he'll continue to improve over the next few few seasons will be really cool to watch. Um, Mario Götze has extended his contract until June 2024 at PSV. And then Frank Frank Ribery has arrived in Salerno to sign a contract with Syria's um I'm s- sorry if I butcher this name, uh Salernitana. Uh, he will join the club on a one-year deal worth 1.5 million euros. Um, I'm not. I had a p- another piece about Barcelona. I really don't want to want to talk about it because I'm I'm sick and tired of talking about them. I'm sick and tired of talking about their their deals. And you know, in the last few pot, in the last few episodes I've released, I've just ranted on about them because they frustrate, they frustrated me so much. So I don't want to, I don't want to get into that. Um, so we're just gonna move, move along to the, um, to the preview of the weekend. So tomorrow. Uh, we've got Crystal Palace playing Tottenham at 7:30. Uh, I, th- I think I feel. I mean, you know, Tottenham is most likely definitely going to win this game. Crystal Palace is, you know, st- they're all right. You know, they they're a middle of the table team, close to the bottom. But who knows? Maybe they could give them a game. I mean, Tottenham uh, has looked all right in these last few games, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Arsenal are playing Norwich, so I God, I hope to God that they beat Norwich because they need to a score their first goal of the Premier in the Premier League, and b they just need to wail on an opponent to get some sort of their confidence back. Um, nice thing though for them is that um, Tomiyasu is going to be. Uh, Playing, they have registered him, so that's nice. Then um, we have Brentford versus Brighton, uh, Leicester and Man City. That's going to be a fun game to watch. At I mean, all, most of these games are at 10 a.m., which is crazy. But uh, Leicester and Man City is going to be a good game to watch. Uh, Leicester can definitely give them a run for their money. They've been playing very well. Um, then we have Manchester United versus Newcastle. This is going to be probably the most watched game. Uh, the Basically, throughout the whole week, due to the fact of Cristiano Ronaldo will be making his Manchester United debut again. So, then, uh, continuing on Saturday, we have Southampton versus West Ham, Watford versus Wolves, 
Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Uh, Aston Villa. Uh, obviously, Chelsea will probably most likely win that game. Uh, I, I think West Ham will end up beating Southampton because West Ham's been on fire. And Wolves and Watford, honestly, I think that game is just a toss-up. I really don't know who's going to win that game. Sunday, we have uh, Liverpool versus Leeds. Um, as much as I'd love to say that Leeds will win, I have a strong feeling that Liverpool is going to get the job done. And the final game... Uh, for this week will happen on Monday, September 13th. Um, Everton will be playing Burnley, and then I believe that Everton will win that game. Moving on to La Liga, uh, the only two games that I really have highlighted for this are uh, Atletico versus Espanyol, because Antoine Griezmann, Griezmann will be making his debut back in uh, Atletico Colors. Um, so that'll be a, f- that'll be a, f- a fun game to watch. He's currently their new number eight. So he didn't get the number seven shirt back because that is Xiao Felix's number, but, uh, you know, good for him. He, uh, he unfortunately had a rough time at Barca was really starting to come into his own last season. And then they shipped him off because of his wages. So, um, yep, that's just another transfer that I'll still never really understand, but Barcelona's a Barcelona really is just a, a shit show at this point. Real Madrid uh, are playing Celta Vigo, and uh, for Ligue 1, I really only have PSG for this uh, for this for theirs, just because PSG is um, PSG's playing Clermont, and you know with Messi and Mbappe and Neymar, I. I have a strong feeling that they're going to win. Then, uh, just because I want to rep- report on this game, I know a lot of you might not care, but uh, Fulham are playing Blackpool uh, on Saturday, September 11th. So, uh, a lot of you may not know, I, I really do like Fulham. Uh, when I was a junior in high school, I went out to uh, England with my parents, and we, we got tickets and went to a uh, Fulham-Wigham game, uh, Wigan game, and... And it's just a lot of fun to experience European soccer over in uh, London. But obviously, I, I, I want to go to an Arsenal game uh, at the Emirates at some point. But it's just really cool to see. That was like my first uh, taste of European soccer in Europe. So it was a lot of fun. And Fulham always holds a special place in my heart. So I'm, I'm really, you know, they just haven't had the success, which is unfortunate. But I'm hoping... Uh, sometime in the future they will have the success to stay in the Premier League because right now they're back down to the championship. Um, then we have the um, Bundesliga. So, I mean, obviously the only two two teams that uh, I really have on here to talk about uh, is Dortmund versus Leverkusen, which is going to be a good game, and Rebel Leipzig and Bayern, which will also be a very good game to watch. And finally, for the Serie A, we have um, Juventus versus Napoli, Inter Milan versus Sampdoria, and AC Milan versus Lazio. So those are going to be some good games to watch. Uh, finally, we actually have uh, just a tiny bit more uh, things to talk about, and that is that uh, Manchester United have already stated that their t- main target for n- next summer's transfer window will be Declan Rice. They've already held talks with the player uh, with West Ham and the player has already chatted to um, Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw about potentially moving. 
So I think that would be a great deal for uh, Manchester United. They're going to have to pay a lot for him, but being able to get a guy, a guy of his caliber will really do um, do their midfield justice, and I think that that would will, that will really benefit them. So then Brentford have signed uh, Mathis Zantka to on a one-year contract. The defender had, had been a free agent since leaving Fenerbahce earlier this summer, so Brentford is trying to shore up their defense to st- hopefully stay in the Premier League for their, their sake. Then back to Antoine Griezmann. He's passed his medical at Atletico Madrid and been handed the number eight shirt. So just to state that. Um, Luke de Jong was presented at Barcelona in their new uh, Champions League kit, which, to be honest, I don't think they're going to be staying in Champions League very long this this year, but that's just me. Um, Eduardo Camavinga has been handed the number 25 shirt at uh, Real Madrid. And that is basically it. So that is the end of this episode. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you all have a great day.